Jesus Christ, Doc, you disintegrated Einstein. Disintegrated Einstein. Einstein. It's a mini-sode! Hi, it's Frida. And it's Abby. Welcome to the 90s and the movies that shaped us. But is it a perfect dream or a teenage nightmare? Skater boys and valley girls, grunge kings and prom queens, math geeks and fashion divas, t-birds and pink ladies. They had it all and we were loving it. Wardrobes to die for, keggers, street races and being coy while the guy you fancy sings to you from the bleachers. 20 years on and we're reliving our teenage fantasies. But does it still pass the vibe check? We are on episode two out of five of our Teenage Dirtbag miniseries, and this episode we're talking Never Been Kissed. What happens when the most romantic movie of your teen years turns out to be a total creep fest? Never Been <gasps> Kissed 20 years later, that's what. Josie Grossi is finally getting a shot at being a reporter. She just has to pretend to be seven years younger, get in with the popular crowd, pretend to be exes with her brother, save a math geek from a dogging, not that kind, and start a super inappropriate romance with a teacher. Easy. <laughs> that was way harsh, Abby. <laughs> really? You're a virgin was it who though? can't try. Was it though? <laughs> <laughs> How did you feel about it? Yeah, um Yeah, for sure. Agree. So inappropriate. <laughs> I this is like I loved this movie. I have genuine like this was one of my favorite movies. I rewatched this so many times. And when I rewatched it for this, I was appalled at myself, at my life, at everything that I thought was romantic. I was really, really traumatized watching it. Like they it's so inappropriate. Mm. I, I definitely watched it, but I know I felt weird about it back then too. I think, yeah. and also, I think I felt, unco- um, I can't remember if I felt weird about the romance or just uncomfortable at the mirror that was Josie Grossi and I couldn't <laughs> yeah. handle it. <laughs> Still a mirror. <laughs> That's what's so Anyways. upsetting. It's just like, it's. Okay, all right, let's just get it. Like, cast. Let's just Mm. talk about the cast. Anyone in particular you'd like to pull out? Lily. Oh, yeah. Lily Sobieski. Oh, she's beautiful. She's the hot nerd. Yes. You know what I mean? She's like strong and nice. She's like Honey Lemon from. Yes! Thingy Majiggy <laughs> from Big Hero Six. I love Lily, and I and she she's. I feel just as affectionate towards her now as I did back then. She's great. She's the only thing not inappropriate about this movie. I agree. <laughs> Molly Shannon. <laughs> oh, Molly, Molly Shannon. Shannon. She's oh, so funny. I love what Molly legend. Shannon. You know when she's making little sexy gestures across the table. Yeah. And they're so funny. <laughs> um, and who else? To be fair, I like John C. Riley in this as well. I think um I, I think just, he's good too. Yeah, it's he's not playing it, I don't know. He just seems to be playing like a normal character, which is mm. enjoyable. 
I love the the thing between him and Molly Shannon when she's like, I'll, I'll help you. And he leans back and he's like, no, so-and-so. Roger from, from Op-Ed. And she's like, eh. I, I just think that that's sweet. There's something. Yes. Yeah, I agree. There's something genuine about his character. Like, yeah, he's a hard ass, but it's not like over the top, I don't think. Yeah. Um, uh, who else? Jessica. The Alba. random appearance of Octavia Spencer that I never noticed before. And now I'm just like, fucking Octavia Spencer. Jeez. Justice for Octavia Spencer. She's literally only there to be like, mm-hmm. I'm offended right. on her behalf. She's yeah. like, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Like she hardly says anything. <laughs> it's just, just to give the black girl magic to the yeah. show. It's so embarrassing. I'm so embarrassed. I just, Seriously, there's no black people in this entire show. And the only black person they have is literally there just to be true. like, hey, you go, girlfriend. It's so humiliating. It was such a fucking 90s thing, wasn't it? And then they used to make, they used to take the piss out of it too. And um, what was that movie where they did the spoof movie? There's a couple of spoof movies and they always have like, there was the guy, I cannot remember this one in particular. It might be not another teenage movie or something like that. Mm-hmm. And there's a black guy and he's just like, I'm just the token black guy. Yeah. She's in, but but if you looked through a lot of '90s stuff, she does have a lot of tiny roles. I mean, she yeah. has been working for a very long time before she got her due. Yeah, as a slave, of course, or whatever, as a, as the help. Just, again, so embarrassing. But if you look back on Big Bang Theory, I remember she played someone at the DMV. It just stuck out because I was like, "Whoa, Did is she? that?" <laughs> yes, she has so many bit roles, oh, like yeah. right up until the help, and I mean, like the second before the help. She was doing teeny tiny roles, yeah. and I think sort of the reality for um, black women. Well, then so that means that Octavia her. Spencer was a James Rebhorn that turned into a starring, yeah, starring role. Mm-hmm. And and Jessica Alba, I think, is very funny. Yeah, I think she's funny. She's like really making fun of herself a lot. They those girls are. I love the. Um, oh well, well I don't have it on my thing actually, but the uh, the whole Malibu Barbie thing. <laughs> Uh-uh. Yeah, I'm Malibu Barbie. Uh-uh. I'm Disco Barbie, and she does that move. I actually still yeah. remember that. How funny that was! Like how silly, how silly and stupid they are. That at the end of the day, like you kind of like look, they're stupid. Bless them. Yeah, you know, it's very cute. Um. Oh yeah. Also, yeah. just like random out of nowhere, tiny appearance of James Franco being in this movie. <laughs> yeah, it just seems I know, it's crazy. really weird that he's there. I'm just like, what? <laughs> there's a lot of that stuff in these movies there's some of them you have like one second of someone that's then gone on to become famous yeah um i'm and gonna David have a Arquette. great one for you uh at our next recording but we'll come back to that and who was who i, I forgot i didn't look up his name but whoever was um the editor i think was hilarious oh gary marshall okay man. The, very jewish the owner guy yeah, his yeah. his whole demeanor obviously is like his the way he spoke was very Jewish. That was yeah. why it was funny. Let me see if Gary Marshall is Jewish. Oh, it's important to look this up. <laughs> the Bronx. <sighs> no. Oh well. <laughs> so he was just talking just... Jewish. <laughs> Just New York. No, 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 no. Come on. That was... 
No, no, he was definitely evoking Jewish a Jewish person for okay. shiz. I've no question about it. He just wasn't a Jew. All good, very normal, common. Okay, uh, yeah, that's all my people. Have you got anyone okay. else? Uh, no, not 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 for now. So we can move into the first section, which is best bits. Hmm. I have a bunch. Yeah, I've got a got I've got a good few as well. All right, go on. Give me your first one then. I did love the whole brownie sequence. I thought it was very entertaining. I think that that whole sequence oh, of her going in there, being like, "This is my first attempt to be cool," and just it's she's very funny the way she's so not cool at all. And then she has the brownie and she dances, and it's just painful. And then she's eating the brownies or no, eating the cake. And she's like, I was so cool. You should have seen me. I was so cool. I think I'm totally in. And she's like, oh, my God, somebody ate my whole yeah. cake. Somebody ate my whole pie. <laughs> I um, did love that. It was good. It was really Sorry, good. you've just reminded me as well. We just talked about the whole cast. And at no point did we mention Drew Barrymore, Michael Vaughn, or David Arquette. <laughs> I tried to sneak in a David Arquette. We didn't mention Drew Barrymore. Michael Vaughn, Michael Vartan, we can forget about. Vartan, um, yeah, sorry. Drew Barrymore, I think she's lovely. Do you know like, why she I does, called him Michael Vaughn? It's because of fucking Alias. <laughs> yeah, because they're the same. Yeah. Um, Michael Vachin was from Alias? And he played Michael Vaughn? Yeah. Or he played Vaughn? Yeah. I forgot, yeah. yeah. He, he, he's handsome, but like when I look back, at, when I look at him now, I'm like, he's not that handsome. Uh, he's a classic at he's... the time standard look that was... Skinny, kind of skinny white boy. Yeah, yeah. All the all the hot people in this movie are the same kind of person. They're all these like two skinny tiny white boys. It's like what? Now we have people like Chris Evans, Chris Pratt, and they're like big and like it's yeah masculine and like sexy <laughs> and they're like these boys are all like. But that skinny. was the thing in the nineties. It was all about how tiny can you be for everyone. Yeah, heroin chic. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, one second. Yeah. Okay. Uh, probably by by twelve ish, maybe. Have my roast chicken ready by twelve ish, please. <laughs> Frida said to have a roast chicken ready by twelve ish, please. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> he, he just brought me coffee. My period belly needs more caffeine. All right. Sorry. So yes, yes. Beautiful, yeah, beautiful nineties skinny people. <laughs> um, anyway i love the uh oh yeah i love the bit this is such a tiny little scene but this is a drew barrymore thing but it, it it's one of the reasons why i think people love drew barrymore why i love her i do i genuinely adore her i think she's very genuine in the stuff that she plays and it's when they're in the meeting and uh, gary marshall tells her you you enroll you enroll monday and there's a pause moment Jose she sits there Chelsea. and then she just glances at everyone and it's almost like her brain goes they'll stop me so she just glances and then just runs out of the office and there's just something very sweet about it about the excitement mm-hmm. in her of just like don't look at anyone leave quick quick this is exciting go <laughs> I always feel like it's it's like the way a lot of people would behave you get given something that you've been dreaming for and like everyone around you who thinks you can't do it so you're just like get away from these people quick <laughs> I don't know. It's just sweet. She is really beloved. She has a show. 
Yes, she and does just the way she's so sincere, she's like, and she talks in that way exactly. I never thought I'd be the kind of person that would end up like this. Oh. But you know what they say? Dreams can sometimes come true, or whatever. Like she's just. What can you say about her? Yeah. She's lovely. Um, what's your next one? Dave Arquette with a coleslaw is funny. Uh. <laughs> How do you get popular? You can't be popular in one day. (laughs) Rob, 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 Rob. What else you got? Speaking of people's first days, her first day with her all-white outfit and the boa. It's amazing. (laughs) Makeup. Still funny. I I love how bad she looks. It's so funny. It's very funny. But then I love when she... You know, after she puts on, because like, she's very dowdy in the beginning, and then all of a sudden, like she puts on this '90s yeah. minimalist, amazing like Jill Sander thing, and like she's suddenly a babe. I hate that. <laughs> but it's more like, it's, like as soon as she's natural, you see her beauty. When she's trying, when she's putting on all this makeup, she's trying to wear these things that don't match her personality. No, no, no. I get that. Oh, yeah. But before, when she was before she was posing as a teenager. Oh yeah, her yeah. workwear in, was yeah. very dowdy. Yeah, and then I guess I know she got the new haircut, but you don't suddenly know how to pick a, fact, a fantastic suit. Well, it's because Molly <laughs> Shannon was helping her out, man. That's true. Molly Shannon, Molly in. Molly Speaking tacky. of my next one, I just want to say is Molly Shannon's, as you said, Molly Shannon's sex talk. But then I also wrote everything with Molly Shannon. <laughs> She's, She's the so best. Bit. She's the best bit about the whole fucking movie. <laughs> She's great. Um, I wrote the denominators. I love oh, the denominators. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> Two times ten is twenty. Three times seven is twenty-one. Oh my god! <laughs> they're so excited. I love when they have their competition and they win, and they're like cheering in the sports hall. <laughs> Just the empty sports hall. Even the lights are off in the stands. I know. <laughs> That's beautiful. Um, That's it from me. Why, why did I write that down? I wrote down the dog food on the face because I do think it's like when at the end when she saves Lily and all the dog food goes on the three girls, it is very funny. <laughs> I just remember the denominators. I don't want to sound like the godfather, but we can offer you a certain protection. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> and for me, like, look, even even with all of my criticism about it now and with like looking at it and feeling like it's massively inappropriate, the ending still gets me. It still gets oh, me. Her standing on the pictures that... mound, him running down the steps. Yeah. Even with everything, the I kiss, still love that. Yeah. yeah. The, everything she wants in a kiss. Yeah. And her, I, uh, going back to why we love Drew Barrymore, but when he fails to turn up and then she starts to kind of be like, oh, well, you know, she's like, hold, she's like being really brave about it. Yeah, that's really she's she's lovely, and they're all like, oh, and this is it's the lovely. thing. This is what I like about it too. It's like even even those girls, even the ones where it's like you know you had the the villains of the movie. They're all on her side at the end. Mm-hmm. Do you know they're all up there cheering for her? Even Guy is up there cheering for her, even though it's super fucking creepy and awkward, and he should probably be a little bit concerned about his future for having been tricked by a fucking twenty five year old woman. But anyway. We'll come back to that. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, but she wrote that article where she was kind to everybody yeah. in the article. So probably that um, just I don't know if this is my best bit, but I don't know where else to talk about this. Right. The whole thing with the theme for the, the prom and they're like, what's going to be the prom? And Guy gets up and he's like, OK, Josie. And someone's like, that's not a theme. And he's like, no, <laughs> Josie will have the answer. And she's like famous couples and they're all like yeah 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 (laughs) what the fuck was that i quite like the theme though i'm like i would that sounds like a cool party i'm into that it's a great guy in general guy on the guitar like looking at her it's just so weird Okay. okay right okay so let's move into the second bit this is the this is the big one for me things that shock us now things that would not happen nowadays mm. oh <sighs> unethical like just it, it's the Josie uh, it, it's Michael Vartan it's insanely creepy behavior towards Josie clearly trying yes. to get close to her trying to be like you know like I, I know I should grow up and my girlfriend like she wants me to like settle down and I'm like I don't exactly having that to conversation to disgusting he was trying to relate to her and trying to be like I'm not such a grown up I'm a kid like you ugh it's so creepy. Like, look. Okay, let's get that. I've got a bunch of little ones, but let's get that one out of the way then. Because, like, mm. it's just... I was... Like, how old is he? Like, is he supposed to be 30 or something? Like, I don't know. Yeah. And then how old does he think that she is? I think it's, like, 17. I think they're all supposed to be around 17. Um, But it's, like... I just... We romanticize these ideas. We romanticize for teenage girls the idea of older men. And we romanticize these um, teenage girl teacher relationships. And it's done as well in that fucking show, that US show. And it's one of the reasons. So I started watching it, Pretty Little Liars. I started watching it when it first mm-hmm. came out. And then I was like, fucking seven yeah. series of 24 episodes of series. I don't have fucking time for this shit. But also they did that in that movie as well, in that TV show as well. They romanticized this um, student-teacher relationship with a 16-year-old girl. And what they do is they make the girl seem like she's an adult. They portray her as if... And it's so wrong now to look back on Mm -hmm. me as a 16-year-old to ever think that I was mature enough and womanly enough to be in a relationship with a man of that age is just fucking bonkers. And the fact that mm. we all sat back and went like, oh, this is romantic. It's so fucking creepy. Yeah. The whole thing is so creepy. Yeah. What was the scene where they're on the Ferris wheel? No, I shouldn't say that to you because I'm your teacher. Oh. Like. And also the, the fact that he is like hurt and upset at the end yeah you lied to me and it's like what so what's his line he says something like oh because uh, am i supposed to be happy now that i'm allowed to be attracted to you uh yeah probably because the fact that you're disappointed yeah fine whatever about the story Mm. on you and everything but surely like a party we would just be going phew thank fuck i'm not a creepy old dude she was 25 the whole fucking time. I was right to think that she wasn't 17. Ridiculous. Yeah. And, you know, and then, of course, you know, her and her and the, the guy, the fact that she let that go as far as it did is sick. Yeah. How is he ever going to trust anybody? Yeah. Um, 
so wait, I've got a list of things. Um, okay. He's with the... Oh, yeah. Uh, the other thing as well, just in terms of like other like tropey type stuff that goes on in this is the, um, the classic, he's with the wrong woman. She's trying to change him. Mm. Like oh. you said, you know, she's trying to, he just wants to be whatever. And, and Josie is the right woman for him because she's free and blah, blah, blah. Bullshit. Uh, hate mm. that. The, another hate couple that. of just, just a few tropes. And then I've got one other thing that's really, really gross. Um, oh, the whole fucking, you had such a shot at playing high school ball or playing college ball. Like, shut up. Uh, oh rob yeah oh rob fuck rob i have to say his behavior is so despicable but and then you know what really pisses me off is when she outs him yeah and he's annoyed at her you ruined my chance i'm like what what the fuck right do you have to be annoyed at her your behavior was completely unethical like you can't get onto a high school thing like that and and he's so angry at her and she apologizes yeah and then like they just Give him a job at the end? This 23-year-old who posed with your students and started dating one of your 16-year-old students and you gave him a job at the high school. Fuck off. Mm -hmm. The whole thing. She's 16, Rob. And she's like, oh, I want to... And like, he's supposed to be seen as a gentleman then because like when she proposes, when she says, oh, I want you to be my first, he's just like, oh, we should just go... (sighs) We should go dancing. But the whole way through, they're still showing his temptation, how much he wants to. But he's being he's being a good man because he stops himself. And it's like, no, this whole thing is fucked. Mm-hmm. It's so fucked. Yeah, it's so sad. I'm so sad that it's like, I have these memories of it being just one of my favorite movies and then watching it recently and just being like, oh my God. No Skin wonder crawling. I didn't fucking understand what relationships were supposed to be when I was a teenager. <laughs> That's way harsh, Ty. <laughs> You're just a virgin who can't drive. Anyway, that is that is true of my teenage years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, how should we move on to the next section? Yeah. Okay, how did it shape any of your views or behaviors or what bits were relatable to you? I guess it made it okay that it is fine not to experience any of that until later. That is helpful. Like in her character, I was like, I guess I've kissed people, but you know, never like being kissed. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, kiss, you know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? (laughs) They're like, "Mm mm-hmm. But, um... I guess yeah, like her character, just she's a awkward and and she didn't nothing like happened for her until later, and I you know I didn't yeah. have a normal upbringing. <laughs> I didn't get to experience anything like that until much later because I was so segregated um, from males. <laughs> well, <laughs> so that was encouraging. I didn't experience anything like that either because I was many reasons as to what my role within the friendship group was but it was it was Josie basically so (laughs) (laughs) we'll come to that Um, but yeah yeah. so yeah I think I know I think you're right I think for the idea that like you can be you can like the whole swan ugly duckling to swan thing like I don't like the depiction of you're ugly and then you get a makeover and then you're pretty I hate movies that do that Mm -hmm. but I like the idea that when you stop trying to be 
what you think is the popular thing or what you think is the beautiful thing when you stop trying to attain what the standard is and you start just being yourself Mm -hmm. and start like dressing for yourself and in and like doing the things that you enjoy and that you love you start to bloom and you start to kind of Mm -hmm. your personality comes out and shines through and when you leave that environment that really enclosed environment and go out into the world and you start to meet new people from different backgrounds and different ideas and everything like that you start to kind of learn the value in being different from everyone else and i and i do like Mm -hmm. that i do think there is an element of that lesson in it somewhere yeah like i don't like the idea of a late bloomer but i relate to the idea that like some people the cool people anyway it just takes time for you to like really figure yourself out and then your confidence might not come until much later and it really doesn't matter that it wasn't there in high school because it's not important i mean that's what happened to me Mm. like it was only kind of but it was only like I mean honestly I don't believe that I actually developed any sense of myself and personal confidence or self-esteem until my late 20s yes because I spent 29 yeah I spent so much of my time trying to fit in with everyone else trying to be like everyone else um Mm -hmm. feeling like the odd one out feeling I was always like I was the quirky Mm -hmm. friend I was the you know, I was just mm-hmm. always described in these sort of ways. And then once you kind of start to come into your own and start doing things for yourself and standing up for yourself and walking away from situations that are bringing you down or, or designed to make you feel less than. Mm-hmm. I kind of got to a point in my life yeah. where I went, oh, my God, this is exactly who I am. And I don't have to apologize for it to fucking anybody. This is amazing. Mm. And people can like me for me and who I am without me yeah. having to try to yeah. please them. And, and and you can get the good things in life with it, even though you're not... Like, there's this idea in school that the good things in life only come to those people, those three yeah. girls or whatever, that I'll never be kissed. No one will ever want to kiss me because I'm not like that. Yeah. And then you grow up later and you realise, no, like, there's a whole lot of people in the world who all want to be kissed and do kissing, and, like, not all of them look like that. <laughs> like, <laughs> huh? And what? do kissing. <laughs> And do kissing, yeah. yeah. Like you don't have to, like the the idea that you have when you're little that like I'll never be loved because I'm not, yeah. Like those three people, is very heavy burden when you're younger, and then that's it's just not not at all true. Yeah. Um, and it's good, to, yeah. It's, and it's good to take your time, I guess, so that you can have your confidence. So, um, that's good. I also had one other thing that I found relatable. Yeah. That her assistant doesn't give her the time of day, but every time the boss walks in, the assistant's yes. like, <laughs> I think that was entirely relatable. And the fact that she just let it, like, herself be walked over completely. She was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, why, why, this fucking little douchebag. Yeah. I hated him. But yeah, yeah. that's, that's um, true. I think I think you're so right. Yeah, that's all my stuff. Yeah, I don't really have anything to add. the pain of the next question. Add. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't have anything to add. It was just like, for me, it was just this idea that, that these types of movies, I felt, were trying... Not, not I don't think that it was doing... Um, 
I don't think it was doing the job that I think is required, but like it's basically lo- looking at the way that we warp women's minds and ideas on love, relationship and popularity and what's important in life and um, mm-hmm. and what you have to yeah, strive for message. and attain. And it's just not, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, as we said, not not ideal. So, yeah. OK, so <laughs> Frida, <laughs> who are you at this school? <laughs> So a memory actually came up while I was just watched it again, just to, and I had a memory, I uncovered a traumatic memory. So first I wrote that Lily, I mean, I, I wish I had the confidence to be like Lily's character because be the kind nerd, because I think that I did try to do that, be the person that's just sort of kind and nice to other people that, you know, that people weren't nice to. Um, but I wasn't as like, Lily, the thing about her character is that she's utterly confident and okay with who she is. I also love Shakespeare. And I would like talk to my teacher about, so maybe I was more like Josie, but yeah. I like talk more personally to my teacher about it. Love Shakespeare. Um, but I got played the prank on me, <gasps> no. like Josie in high school. Yeah, the girls in my class played like a prank like that on me. Oh. And I totally scrubbed it out of her memory. And now I remember that they did that to me. Fucking bitches. What did they do? So um, one of them had, like came over and slept over at my house like a sleepover. And she they had written a note for a boy and pretended it was from a boy. And she pretended she found it in my mailbox. She's like, oh, my God, I found this note in your mailbox. Yeah. I was like, really? And it was like they, they wrote it up but pretended it was from a right. boy. So I – this is interesting because I still hurts. Yeah, I wait. I, can we just give that a second? Yeah, can we just give a minute to my horrendous trauma of a group of girls that I thought were my friends and I invited over for my sleepover had gotten together preemptively to play a trick on me in anticipation yeah. of this? Where are those fucking girls now? I'll tell you what, nowhere. It's... They all got married early and like that, that was it. Yeah. So uh, fuck them. Anyway. So fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I I have something. I never forgot. Sorry, you go. I have you something go. I really Your want turn. to talk about for a second and I've never kind of had okay. the opportunity to talk about this openly and it's, it's kind of bringing it down, but like. So I was picked on my whole childhood. Um, I was, I had, it was the Josie Grossy thing. I was called, uh, they used to call me Abazuna after the Yokozuna wrestler thing because they said I was so fat. And (gasps) it was all like, you know, oh, you could put Abby on, if you put Abby on wheels, you could fit four people on top of her. And this was in the, this was in the park where I was, like when I was in primary school. And when I was in primary school, in the school, I... Yeah, girls used to um, make fun, play pranks on me. They used to write stuff in my books when we were out at the yard. Um, they used to do things like be my friend one day and then the next day would say things like, oh, I, I feel like, you know, I've decided I'm going to be, um, I've decided I'm going to be odd with someone today. So I'm not speaking to Abby. So no one's allowed to speak to Abby today. Uh, then they would like do silly little joke things and I'd, I'd like if we were running around and having fun and if I went near other girls, they'd be, oh my God, ew, she's such a lesbian. She touched me. The reason I want to bring this up is because when I went to secondary school, then like the first few years of secondary school, it wasn't really the same. Like I wasn't picked on in the same way, but I wasn't really a part of the group, you know? 
I, I kind of knew mm-hmm. people, but I was never a popular girl. I was definitely Josie Grossy in, in secondary school. So for that reason, I skipped yeah. fourth year because you're allowed to do that in Ireland. So I did my junior cert and I skipped fourth year and I went straight into my uh, leaving cert, which is your last two years. And mm-hmm. so I was only 16 in comparison to everyone else in my year. So I didn't really know anyone. And the girls were nice to me, actually. Um, but I like I didn't have any established friendships or anything like that. The reason I bring all of this up and the only reason I'm openly talking about this is because I had one of the weirdest experiences of my life over 10 years ago. And I think about it at least once a week because of this. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what to do with it and I don't know how to deal with it. Over 10 years ago, I was at a funeral with my mum because her friend had died. Mm -hmm. And we were at this funeral and this woman came up to me and she said you used to bully my daughter in school you and I looked at her and I was very shocked and I was like sorry what and she repeated herself and I was like I'm really sorry I think you have the wrong person because I was bullied a lot in school I really don't think you could be talking about me and she was like no it was definitely you so it was a mistake it had to I feel like it has to have been a mistake but because I can't get closure on it I don't feel like mm. I can ever. Sorry, I didn't expect to get upset about this, but um, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> do you know what? I think another thing with this movie that kind of made me, you know, with her flashbacks to that prank that was played on her and the fact that it stays with you. It stays with you. Yeah, these things stay with you. They matter. Like these things that happen when you're when you're fourteen, fifteen. Like it matters. The stuff that happens in high school, it's not like it just gets swallowed up and scrubbed away. It affects you. And like in this movie, she has these flashbacks, like it traumatized her. This is trauma. She's traumatized. It affected so much of her. And this is the thing. And I just, yeah. I, I just wanted to tell that story. I'm sorry. I don't mean to be so emotional about it, but I wanted to tell a story because I just, I think I just need to say it openly and publicly that there is a woman out there who feels this, who believes this. Yeah. And I, but it, but it also doesn't it doesn't undo it doesn't take away your trauma. Do you know what I'm saying? Those things don't work against. Shit. All right. Okay. Sorry about that. My uh, my computer crashed, so it was probably a good thing. It, it gave me a break to calm myself down for a second. Um, this is what happens when you're a PhD student. Your computer just gets to a point where you're like, "Come on, Betsy." <laughs> Just survive. Just two more years. You can do it. We should do a GoFundMe on our TikTok for your new laptop. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, sponsor Abby. I talked about this with my friend where I was saying about Patreon. um, I was saying about how when when people talk about like getting gifts, you know, having a registry for when you when you get married and when you have a baby. And I was like, well, I didn't get married yet and I'm not going to have a baby. So can I have a registry for my PhD? And it's just like laptop stationary. <laughs> yeah, I-, I couldn't agree more. Yeah, registry. It's like that's the, the Carrie Bradshaw right, Women's Right to Shoes episode. Still holds up. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, okay, so let's just do the final comments for this episode then and we can move on. Uh, Frida, I-, I actually only have one final comment. I have two. Okay, go. One is they're playing the Simpsons theme on the the marching band. Dun, mm. dun, 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 yes, dun, yes. Dun. Very cute. <laughs> um, um, yeah, what's yours? Go on. No, go on. What's yours? The other one? Why are yeah. they all at the same party? 
this party's going to be Rufus. And it's like the assistant is at the party, the teacher's at the party, the students are at the party. Yes. Why are they all at the same party? What is this? And then they've got those stamps where it's like, oh, if you're underage and you can't drink. But it's like, I don't know. So is it a concert thing? But it's a party? I, I found this very confusing. Yeah, it didn't make sense. America. Who knows? Yeah, um, exactly. Okay, my <laughs> my one is just the fact that Guy gives a shit about the prom theme. Yeah, Guy's whole character. Just Guy's like, yeah. the prom. Millennium. That's the stupidest theme I've ever heard of. Like, just yeah. That this the real version of Guy literally couldn't give a shit what the prom theme is. Like, what yeah. what is this person? so yeah anyway that was it really that's all I felt so yeah this was a wild trip back down uh, some trauma some memory Uh. lane and some realizations about a uh, teenage favorite movie and a warped fucking view on healthy romantic relationships Lily forever (laughs) yes kindness forever Lily and Molly Shannon (laughs) they're the saviors of the movie okay well it's done now so uh yeah that's it come back in two weeks time for empire records yes (laughs) yes away from high school bye okay we're teenage dirtbags baby I'm Chloe the Dirtbag here, it's me, I'm the Dirtbag.